Welcome, friends, to the Soul Talk podcast, a show where we explore and uncover the path to the heart, amplifying your conscience. Join me as we meet incredible souls who are in this journey and learn from their experience and different methods that will make you vibrate your heart. Let's get into it. Hi, everyone. This is Monica Ramirez, Are your love, and welcome back to this channel that where we're talking with amazing souls that help us in our process of ascension. And today we have a very special invite for me, it's one of my soul sisters, Marianne Sabino. She is a chantress, light worker, star seed, one priestess, sonnet alchemist, ascension guide, and educator. And uh, someone that I learned about having gods actually to to light language because I believe this is magical in all human beings. We already all have it. Some of us we do it when we're taking a shower, when we're alone, because we're afraid to actually speak it out and say it out loud. It took us gods actually to do it. Or sometimes you just need teachers that actually wake up that God and let it out. And now I catch myself all the time. Actually, sometimes even talking to my to my kids and my kids are like, oh, you're talking about this? Wait, 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 okay. It just came out like that. And let me explain you with, <laughs> with words what I was trying to say. Like, well, my family already uh, know me. <laughs> I can't do that to other people because they might not understand it, but I do use it in a lot of ways, in many levels. And Marianne was one of my amazing teachers that helped me to trust myself in uh, with Thai language. So then today we're going to have uh, not only the Thai language, we're going to be talking about something very special because today we have a portal that is open and it's the portal 666, but it's not what you think. She's going to explain us more. <laughs> Marianne, thank you for accepting my invitation. <laughs> oh, thank you for inviting me. I'm very happy to be here. It is an exciting time. And I really appreciate uh, you for having me on as a guest at this time. Because, yes, it is a portal today. There's all these different um, experiences that we have with these gateways. And... The, the numbers, when we look at these numbers, 666, it's been talked about in times of back in the, you know, eons of time that this is the number, uh, you know, the day of the beast, the number of the beast. Um, of course, it's not the beast that you think. They talk about the devil in certain religions. Um, it's actually, um, the number six is a very, powerful number in numerology because it you know th these portals what they do for us because people say well what's the point of it how do we know it's doing anything well it takes us into higher and more expanded states of consciousness and this particular gateway because it's a six has a lot to do with opening and activating the heart and the high heart chakra the chakras, the high heart and the heart chakra, um, having to do with opening our hearts to unconditional love, compassion, nurturing, 
harmony. The number six also relates to family and healing. And in the tarot, the number six card in the major arcana is the lovers. So lovers, not only partnership lovers, but the lover inside of you and each of us. The love for our families, the love for our partners, the love for friends and community and the earth and nature. Um, so when we look at these numbers, we have this, you know, June 6th, 2022 is 666 because the 2022 adds up to another six. But here's the thing. When you add the entire date, you get a universal nine day. It's actually technically a nine today, which is having to do with completion, letting go, forgiveness. It's all the numbers from one going into nine. So it's a very powerful day. We also look at the number two, because of that 2022, the two represents the high priestess, the divine mother. So all of these things, you know, when you add it together, the love, the compassion, the healing, the letting go, the forgiveness, the, the lovers, you know, this is all about the heart. It's really having everything to do with, can we open our hearts? Even when we're in excruciating pain, you know, we're, we come into these lives not knowing what will we experience here, you know, as we evolve, as we're growing, as we're taking our journey. And we go through our struggles, our challenges, our difficulties. But without that, you'd have no reason to open your heart. We close our hearts when we've been hurt when some conflicting pain or, or challenge has been placed upon us of some, you know, some kind that's something we've done to ourselves, um, not feeling good about ourselves. But the truth is that the contrast, I talk about this a lot, the darkness, the shadow helps us find our light. So we have to close our hearts. Like people say, Oh, just keep your heart open. But listen, we all know that when we're in pain, we don't want to keep our hearts open because it's too painful. And then you're like, oh, my gosh, I have to then have to go into the pain and feel the pain. And do I want to even go there? But it's in the moment of closing down our hearts and, you know, we, we hide, we escape. This, we you know, it is our fear that actually makes us close the heart. And yes, like we were talking before, it is about a level of surrendering yes. and trusting the universe that is actually going to open that heart yeah, because yeah. there is not another way. Yes, it's going to be maybe painful, maybe not. Yeah. But it is about trusting that there's something behind even that pain if we confront our fears. That's right. And, you know, can you trust your journey? Can you trust that the universe is supporting you, even when it doesn't feel like it? When you close your heart, you're in pain. You don't trust. You say, no, I, you know, I don't want 
to. I don't want to trust this person because they hurt me. I don't want to trust my mother because she, you know, betrayed me or whatever the issue is. But it's in the closing down of our hearts that we're then given that opportunity. What can I do to open my heart? What is the one thing that I can do? You know, how can I trust that if I open my heart, I'm not going to be hurt again? It's the unknown. It's, it's having to take a risk. It's blind faith, not knowing. Because that's what, you know, life is about, you know, there are things that we could know, but then there's the part that we don't know. And we have to take these risks and take these chances, which can be daunting and frightening. Like, oh, I don't know if I want to go there. It is like having a new mate, a uh, new partner. You don't know how it's going to go. It no, might no. be the more beautiful relationship you can have, or it might be the more painful relationship you can have. But we take the risk. You have to. I mean, yes. but if you don't take the risk... And you close your heart and don't open it. You you'll never know what you could have had. You would never know. No. Nope. But we're getting, programmed. Getting in the comfortable zone and getting stuck in that comfortable zone, you're just going to get stuck wherever you are. You're not experiencing something bigger than that. Right? Absolutely. I, I absolutely agree. You know, I wanted to go back to... Um, a moment ago when I talked about, you know, 666 being the number of the beast. Um, the first time I heard, I remember hearing that growing up thinking, oh, I don't know if I like that. You know, that sounds really scary. <laughs> well, I had a real live experience <laughs> back in, I believe it was actually a 666 Stargate, but it was way back. Uh, I have to look at it must have been either 2004, which would have made a six in numerology. But I had a session on that day with a Peruvian shaman, <laughs> not knowing what the heck I was going to experience because I had no idea. I was just learning about Stargate, so I, I didn't know anything like what I know now. But boy, I learned a lot that day because... <laughs> I had a session with uh, Don Victor from Peru and he had picked up that, you know, there's this, this pain in your heart from a long time ago. And I told him, yeah, it was from my childhood. And he said, I know I could feel it and see it. He said, we're going to, we got to open up the energy. Believe it or not, though, is not coming from here, the heart area. It's coming from down in the root. And it made sense because the root chakra has to do with survival, has to do with feeling that I belong here. Can I trust? Do I feel supported? Do I feel safe? And I didn't. So because of that root chakra being blocked, I also had a block in my heart. So he began to work on me. I was on a massage table. He began to work on me and he started to work down into the root area. Well, I could feel the energy from the root when he went in energetically, he went in and I could feel my, my what's called the coccyx bone. It's part of the sacrum. 
he went in and and the energy of that got got opened and when it got opened i let out this scream that sounded like a beast um, i thought wow that's a beast all right i said i never heard anything like that and the scream that came out of me and i was inside of an office there where i used to work for a wellness center and i was shaking and the screaming and it sounded like somebody was getting killed but it was sounding like a wild animal and the first image that came to me when i let out the scream besides feeling this incredible liberation of my sexuality was this black panther like creature that i know was not from this realm because the creature didn't look just like a black panther it had other feature like energies to it that were not of this realm and i knew right away and and i looked at this face of this beast but what was interesting as that scream came out and i felt my whole root chakra even going up into second chakra because that's where the repression was i realized that beast was me I was the beast. É que a gente tinha I was the beast that never got to really express that that you know that repression that I was holding inside of me. Well, you know, when I was done with the session, I got off the table and he looked at me and he said, "You look good." I said, "Really?" I said, "What was that?" He said, "It's good, good. You're free now." And and he was so totally right. I mean, it was the most powerful one of the most powerful experiences i've ever had um i don't really share much about that. i don't for some reason i haven't really shared it in any of other podcast interviews and i think this is the first time i'm actually sharing about it maybe it's because i mentioned that i was going to peru how <laughs> <laughs> i know it's amazing the synchronicity because it is so true we have these blockages from trauma that are stored in the body and they have to be set free. Yes. And what better way to do it but to go through the physical body because sometimes it believe it or not it it sounds like it would be easier to just work energetically which we do but if you work energetically through the physical through the flesh and the bone and the muscle and all the tendons and the cells and you go in there and you unlock what's been repressed for me it had to do with first chakra second chakra because my root chakra was definitely blocked because of survival the second chakra all the shame you know there you know when can i open up this area and let the real pleasure in you know and then going up into the solar plexus because that's our power and then you go to the heart which is our you know unconditional love our compassion our joy you go up into the throat you speak your truth and you scream and you let out that repression you open up the third eye for a brighter clearer vision and then you open your crown to source yeah. so it started it went like a wave right through me and i'll never forget it i mean it was profound i recommend anybody if you are dealing with blocks you may not even be aware of it because i had no idea 
I knew I had stuff going on, but I had no idea to that, to what capacity. And when I experienced that, that beast within me coming out and being liberated, it was like, she was finally free. Like, yes, the scream was, Oh my God, finally, she let me out. You know, it's like, thank you. We try to avoid so much that deep pain from our childhood because it is very painful to confront it. It's not easy. I, I, I'm talking about for me, and I, I see this in my clients. That Yes, it is. That it is very difficult to affront it, and then our we actually review it. And I feel that this portal it is making us review all our childhood all our trauma, things that they did not wanted to see because it was too painful to, to realize that we've been living a lie since our birth. And that is not easy to just yeah. even speak about it. And, uh, and the majority of the people, we have a deep trauma, not only from our birth, that that's also a trauma coming to, to this plane, to a canal, then you get heat, then you get the lights and noises and so forth. That is just, that is just created a trauma. That's independent of the parents that you had or the family you have. And I do remember my birth, but I know many people have blocked their birth and they don't want to remember that canal when they're coming out to the world. I do remember it. Yeah. I did a rebirth, a total rebirth. Uh, journey years ago and it was so profound because I could smell back then I mean in the 60s when babies were born they don't have you know the medicine was different than it is now and I actually I know some things about my birth because I asked my mother but I remember um, she mentioned something that it was very difficult to get me out I didn't want to come out I said yeah because I didn't want to come out to the craziness that was getting ready to come into my life and I knew it and I was like I don't want to come out and and they had to yank me out with forceps and I could feel in the middle of the journey I felt like I got a bad headache and this is where they clamped down to pull me out and when I came out I could smell, I literally, in the journey that I did, I could smell the alcohol. I could smell the energy of, the, of and, and the lights, the way the, the, you know, the hospitals then looked very scary. Um, and, you know, they had these big machines and crazy things that looked like, you know, a torture chamber to me. I mean, it was like, and I do remember, you know, experiencing that. I was born in an elevator. I wanted to get out of there. <laughs> so bad that I was born in the elevator. <laughs> wow. Yes. That's incredible. Going up or going down? <laughs> I was going up to the expulsion uh, uh, place where, you know, where the babies are born. I couldn't, I wanted to get out of there so bad that I was born in the elevator. And I remember the canal, the tunnel, the dark and then suddenly the light and then the shock and the trauma i i do remember from the lights and this and that and spanking the baby immediately and things like that there was things have to change in the way people are born yeah you know there's something you could do and what what I, that's why i did this journey of of when i birthed out of my mother the, going back into 
you know, going back into her womb, being yanked out with the forceps and all that. And then I, and, and, you know, instead of just coming out of it, like you do in, in a lot of these journeys, instead I was taken down into the womb of Gaia so that I could rebirth, come out of that trauma from my mother go down into the dark, fertile soil of Gaia's womb and stay there to be nurtured and then birth out of Gaia into this new life. And it was pretty profound. I do recommend if you're going to do any rebirthing work, that however way you do it, and I've done a lot of sessions with, I've given a lot of sessions to people on this, but there's other people that do it too. When you birth out of your mother, when you go and you and you re revisit coming out of your mother's birth canal, instead of just coming out, go down into Gaia's womb so that you can clear the trauma of your birth if there was any. And then as you come out of Gaia's womb, then it's it's cleared, it's it's released. Now, am I saying that you're gonna be totally clear and that's it? No, of course there's layers. But I do remember how profound that experience was. And I do absolutely know that it did something powerful for me. I have no doubt. Even though there might be other things to work through, that's okay. That was a very powerful experience. And I do recommend trying that type of a journey if you can, if, if you haven't done one. Going back to the 666, that it comes from the Bible where everybody's afraid, uh, the interpretation that it came out from the Bible. Uh, because in reality, even people might hate me for this and I don't care. Yes, the Bible was written by humans with their own distortions that they had in their own head. God did not wrote the Bible. No. It was humans that with their own distortions that they have. As a channeler, we all have distortions, including me, everybody has. Sure. And, and the ones they read the Bible 500 years later, they have their own distortions. <laughs> They're interpreting the Bible. So it was it's too many distortions. Yes. So the people that wrote it, the people that they read it, and the people that understand it. So the 666, not necessarily, it means that is the evil incarnated in there. No. As I said, you know, that, that beast that they're talking about, the devil, it was not my experience with Don Victor, the shaman, because it was the beast. I realized, oh, my God, yeah, it's a beast, all right, but it's not the beast that they're talking about. It's the beast with a wild, creepy <laughs> beast within each of us that lives, that's been chained up and locked away because of trauma, that we can open up that trauma and, and liberate ourselves. Yes. Absolutely liberation of, of your own wild beast. Let that wild, freedom-loving, rebellious, creature-like animal that live inside of you wants to come out and be seen and be heard and be you know, welcomed. And, and loved and nurtured. And again, it's the shadow aspect. Shadow is not bad. Shadow is a part of us. Honor your shadow. Love your shadow. Today's a day, you know, that six is, is unconditional love, compassion, nurturing, 
family, you know, mothering with the two, the, the, the priestess. I mean, this is all. And then that nine is about forgiveness. You know, all of these numbers interlink beautifully today. It's a really powerful portal today. And not necessarily your relationship wasn't good with your mother. That many of us, we were not so lucky to have a, an adorable mother or a loving mother. Right. We still have a chamama. That's right. That. And that's the best gift that we all have. That's and why do a, a journey of rebirthing. If you had issues with your mother and you, re, you, you birth out of her, rebirth out of her, go down into Pachamama. Let Pachamama hold you and gestate there for a little while and then let her birth you out. It's going to be a whole other experience that you can forgive your mother because she did the best that she knew how to do. That's right. I'm not saying it's always easy and that, oh, it's easy to forgive, right? Well, you know, it's not. But guess what? If we don't forgive, and I'm not saying you're going to do it all at once, then we're also hurting ourselves. We're hurting the earth. We're not. It's not conscious. It's not like we, it's not that we want to. It's just that we don't always know what to do with that pain. And I'm saying that when I did that rebirth journey, I took the pain from my mother, from my own soul and lineage of my my grandmothers and the before them, <laughs> and brought that down into Mother Gaia, and she helped heal that aspect, and then birthed me out so that I could free it. And you may have to do this more than once. It, you know, it will depend on the level of trauma, but just know that even starting with that freedom that I can let this go, I can give it to God. I can give it to the earth. I can release myself from the painful past. I don't have to keep carrying it with me. Uh, the memory will never be erased because it's in the cells, but you can, it's like the love you give yourself is a balm to the wounds of your past. And learning to have compassion for the people that hurt you in any level, it makes you amplify your conscience in a way because you're having, you're understanding a big picture that they did not they cannot give you something that they don't have for themselves. That's it. That's so, part of the lesson. What, you know, why would I go through this? Why did this person hurt me? It, you know, with, it's what we come here for. We come here for contrast. I'm not saying that we should stay in the trauma story our whole lives. We don't have to become, you know, a prisoner to our past that's been painful. But each time you take another step on the pathway of healing with acceptance, surrender, um, compassion, love, you know, embracing yourself just as you are and saying, I'm a mess. I'm a complete. Yeah, it's okay. I'm a mess and I'm going to embrace the mess that I am. <coughs> Sometimes it is really messy, scary, and ugly. It's not always fun, love, and light. But. Yes, you know, that's, that's what we come here for. There's no, life will be so boring, so, so boring if it was only love and light. We will be 
it's like a white canvas. You just have, have a white canvas. That's, That's it. Point of that is like, yeah, you want to have emotion, you want to have passion, you want to have something that makes you feel like that white canvas. It's in the darkest night, yes. It's in the darkest night when you're in the darkest part of your journey of of the shadow, your dark night of the soul, that the deepest wisdom comes to life. It really, truly does. It's not going to come to life, as you said, when we're always happy, joyful, fluffy, wonderful, this white canvas. Throw some darkness on there, you know, throw some anger on there, throw some resentment on there, because then you go in and you start to play with the paint and you, you know, you start to create from that ugliness. And no human beings, we learn from our successes. We learn from our mistakes. That's right. So more mistakes we have done, more more chapters we have of the lessons of life. We know many ways not to do one thing that we have done it many times, even instant cities. Exactly. <laughs> Beautiful. I agree with that. It's well said. Hmm. It might be painful. Yes. But this portal is in a way I feel like it's opening that is reminding you deep pains. And instead of hiding them, That's we it. should actually embracing them. Yes. Liberation. Liberate yourself from whatever repression, whether it's your sexuality, whether it's feeling that you don't belong on the planet. You maybe you don't feel like you're in your power. You can't speak your truth. You don't have a vision. You don't know which direction to go. It, it's this time of liberating ourselves from a story that was created out of fear, out of lack, out of low self-worth. And something that I just heard today that it was like, huh, it was those aha moments. It was, we are not our thoughts. And that goes very deep in that moment because what, whoever we think we are, well, that's a thought only. Right. So in that moment, we actually, we take all those coats out or peeling the onion, let's put it like that, of the things that we think this is painful or I am this because this trauma, they're just thoughts. That's it. It's programming. You know, it's like... You know, believe me, I did not have the best relationship with my mother. I blamed her and resented her and it's your fault. It's, you know, all that stuff. And then I thought when, of course, you know, the sad thing, um, I mean, I did do a lot of, you know, toward the end before she passed, it was actually when I went through my menopause, um, I started to do some healing with her and forgiveness, but it was when she passed to spirit world that I really saw that even in her faults, how much she loved me, but that she was so wounded and in so much pain, the poor thing. And I was so angry, the fiery Leo in me, I I refused the stubbornness of, you know, no, no, no. But I finally, her death softened my heart. 
because I finally started to forgive her, but forgive myself for not forgiving her and forgive myself for forgetting that I am a child of the universe. That so is she a child of the universe. And, you know, I, I bet I remember saying, God, why did it have to happen through her death? But then I realized a few years later, but it's okay because it happened. Yes. And that's all that mattered. It do happen like that. Uh, my mother died in December. My relationship with Harry was terrible. My mother had issues with all the females in her family, competitive, envy, etc. with all the females. And I resent her for all that. But after she died, that's when I came to understand it. Like she couldn't give me something that she did not have for herself. Right. And that's when the deep compassion came for her. Like it is hard to forgive because you can forget. But at the same time, you can observe that she didn't know better. She she this is being by generations. The same teaching, my great grandmother to my grandmother, my mother, and I am the one that have to stop it for my future generations. You know, if we can look, this is a powerful exercise. You could do this with any person in your life that you're having conflict with, even if it's somebody who passed. If you can see that person as a child, and see yourself as a child. So take the adults and bring them down to, let's say, a five-year-old. And let the two five-year-olds come together and look at each other in the eyes. Of course, what do you think is going to be there? There's going to be total love and joy and bliss because it's before we became programmed, before we had so much of an identity. We were much more free and and alive and, and, you know, looking for joy and fun. And of course, as we take our journey and evolve, we start to get programmed by our parents, our society, religion, everything around us. But it's a powerful exercise to go back to a time with a person that you're having conflict with and try to see yourself and that person as children that just wants love, that just wants to, you know, share joy and, and, and be totally unconditional and accepting. You know, I think it's, it's very powerful to do that. And again, and again, I bring it back to this portal of the 666. That's it, because it's all about the heart and the high heart. It's bringing the heart and high heart into a state of connection and bliss where you can, you know, see it as a spiraling. It's pushing out all the grief, all the resentment, all the trauma, you know, all the, the anger that you may be holding. None of these um, emotions or feelings are wrong, by the way. I don't believe, I know I hear this a lot, negative emotions, but... To me, emotions aren't negative. It's the thought processes about it that can be negative. Because it's, you know, like anger, for instance, if you're feeling anger, oh, that's negative. Don't feel that. But why are you thinking about it? 
to start. It's how you think about it that could make it more traumatizing rather than say, I'm angry because this happened. If I could have a voice about it and be witnessed and accepted in my anger, then I won't have to carry it the way I have been. It's been festering inside of me because we're taught, no, no, don't do that. That That's negative and nobody wants to be around a person who's angry all the time. Well, I, I wouldn't be angry all the time if I had an outlet to let it out and, and express it. Because yes. I don't believe there's such a thing as negative emotions. I believe all emotions are valid. It's more what you do with it. Emotions, in a way, are teaching us like our ego. They're just teachers of what we have to work with. That's right. Trying to hide it and shove it down. Yeah. Learning nothing. We have to repeat the same story again. Yeah. The repression is what causes us to become ill, causes us to have dysfunctional relationships, causes us to... You know, maybe we we have this great job and then because we've been holding everything in, we now are failing at our job and we get fired. And now you're going to blame yourself because, oh, my God, what did I do? You know, you realize, oh, my God, I've been holding this in. I just want to get it out. And in the releasing, because like I'll look at like anger, for instance, anger and fear seem to come up a lot. You know, anger to me is a cry for love. It just, again, it wants to be accepted. Not that it should become, you know, that it has to run the show and take over. No, because then you're giving it too much power. But maybe it needs to be just to be expressed. That's it. When we were kids, it's like control your anger. Don't yell, don't shout, don't do Stop that yelling something to yell about stop that crying or i'm going to give you something you know it's like of course you're going to stifle it now you're now you're holding it in and and you now built armor around your heart because you were told no don't feel anger no don't feel sadness stop the crying stop the yelling don't have a temper tantrum no let the child have a temper tantrum let them get it out so they don't have to carry it and put armor around their hearts and then grow up into a cranky adult who, you know, doesn't know what to do with it because they were taught it's not appropriate to do that. Yes. Yes. Oh, gosh. And those are programs. No one knew better how to educate. No one. We're learning. I believe this is the best time to be alive. Yes, the majority of the human beings, we are at least putting a knowledge to our emotions, something that in the 50s or 60s, it was not a knowledge. The attention of a kid, they will spank you. No, it wasn't acceptable. Nope. You had to be quiet. You had to, you know, be proper. You had to keep it all in. Don't do that. Now, I think what's happening, talk about the beast, the 666, that's the beast that wants to come out because that beast has been in there for so long being told, don't be who you are. Don't be in your power. Don't, you know, no, you're not allowed to do that. You have to be quiet. No, get out. Let that wild beast run free. (coughs) No, I think right now 
it's incredibly important that, okay, when the feelings come up, you don't want to let them linger too long because, yeah, the anger or sadness or fear can get way out of proportion if you keep lingering, let it fo- you know, focus. So let it come up. Give it space. I would say create a space inside of you to let it have its place. But then my recommendation, this is what I've been doing myself. What are the things that light me up? What are the things that make me feel really good? What are the things that I want to do that maybe I've never done before that looks like it would be exciting? And little by little, take a step toward those directions of, oh, yes, I want to paint. I've never painted or I want to write a book that I've been saying I'm going to write or I want to start to date again because my divorce ended five years ago, but I just don't have the courage to to go back out there because who's going to want me now? I don't even know what to do. Dating is everything is on an app. You know, it's like, (laughs) you know, um, what didn't I get to do when I was a child that I wish I had done? What can I do now? And, you know, start to focus, bring in those areas that, you know, that bring you joy, whatever it is that, that lights you up and gets you excited about life. Because when we step into our aliveness and we begin to thrive, rather than push it all back and push it all down, no, it's time to thrive in our aliveness. No. Just to say this, whatever you put your attention is what is going to grow. That's right. So don't put it in your anger. Feel it, honor it. And you have to focus on something else. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Because lingering in it can can just build it up more, but it also pushes it even deeper. Because now you're in it and you're in a spiral that you can't get out of. It's like being stuck in, in like a quicksand. You're sinking deeper and deeper and deeper. And you can't get out of it. Yep. People say, well, how do you do that? There's not any one way. I I think it's really important. Like try like in the morning and at night before you go to bed, go to the part of yourself, your higher power, your divine being and say, I'm feeling this way, this anger, and I I get stuck in it. I don't know how to get out of it. Show me, please show me what to do. How can I, you know, how can I move through this, not move beyond it or, you know, get on with life? Because that's ridiculous. As I said, you can't erase the trauma, but you can live with it in a way where it doesn't become your identity. You can say, all right, this did happen and I'm working through it. And I want to know from my, my divine being within my inner child, what is it that would make you happy? Show me something that I can do for you. Express yourself, your creativity through me. Use me as, you know, an instrument of, of it's like that that saint francis of assisi you know make me an instrument of peace or make me an instrument of joy show me how to have joy again how do i because i think what happens because of trauma 
it can be terrifying to let yourself go to joy because if you were traumatized from something that happened to you that was really scary and painful and you say, oh, but I really want the joy. I could taste it. It's right on the tip of my tongue. But then you're you're ready to go for it. And you say, wait a second. But what happens if I let myself have that joy and it gets taken away from me again? Because that's what happened to me. That wild beast, I kept her in because I said, no, but if I go to the joy and then another trauma happens, I'll be completely devastated all over again. And that program was living inside of me. And we have to unleash it. We have to kind of go in and say, yes, there is a chance that if you step over this threshold into this this." puddle of joy here that you could fall down and get hurt but if you don't do it you're never going to know and yeah you may fall but guess what you'll always get back up again and you'll try again and each time you try you're closer to having it than you were before something that i learned it was journaling because journaling will make you focus in that emotion and not distracting for things that you have to do later on. It will make you focus. And it's the best healing tool that everybody can do. Or art, all the arts, all the arts are such a healing tool that I've been using all my life, painting, writing, doing sculpture, dancing, whatever. And put the emotion into that and let it out. Absolutely. I so agree. I'm so glad you're bringing it up because that creative expression, mm-hmm. you know, that comes from, you know, our second chakra is our sexuality chakra, but it's also pleasure and creativity and what we birth out of ourselves that's creative, the creative essence that we are. And an expression of our creative essence, of our soul coming out into some kind of a form, it gives it an outlet. Because that's what, you know, the soul is living inside of this physical, you know, fleshy, bony body. That's like a prison in a way, because we, you know, when we're in a soul form, we're all over and and, and we can flow and, you know, and, and we're not confined. Now you come into this vessel and you're like, oh boy, this is like how do I get out of this? But at the same time, you don't really want to leave it because you're like, yeah, but that, look at all this stuff I get to do down here because I'm in it. So this, this gateway, see it this way. Anytime we have an opportunity for expression of our soul through our human existence. Oops, you froze a little bit. Oh, it's okay. Now it is. <laughs> um, you know, it can be very exciting. Yes, it can be daunting, but you can say that, okay, I'm going to express myself in some form today, some way, like you said, journaling, painting, dancing, using my voice to sing or just to speak poetry, something that, that elates me. That, that brings me to another level of consciousness that I've never experienced before. And it's something that you could say before you go to sleep at night. You know, 
holy father, mother, God, higher power that I am, guide me to a new level of consciousness that I have never experienced before that will bring me joy, that will bring me pleasure, that can also help others, whether it's through me inspiring, empowering, or being a shoulder for somebody to cry on who's having a troubling time, or, you know, anything that you know can bring you into connection because we are so disconnected. You know, we become caught in our fears because of what's going on in the world. And if we can just you know, even in the moments of, of struggle, say, I'm going to take one small step today. One, you don't have to, don't pressure yourself. It doesn't have to be a great big, okay, yeah, leap of faith. Sometimes we do that too. But if you're not ready to just jump in and be the fool, you could say, okay, I'm going to take one small step. I'm going to write in my journal today. I'm going to paint I'm going to put on some music and I'm going to dance and let my, my soul dance through my body. Whatever it is, whatever you find that makes you feel pleasure, exciting. Um, you know, anything that activates your senses, even putting on some essential oil that makes you feel good or eating something sweet that tastes good. Get your senses to come alive. Or put your power song. We all have our power song that it variates. It doesn't matter which one is, but it makes you feel alive. That's it. Aliveness, because we're here for aliveness. The soul comes into a human existence to be alive. We come alive through our senses. Not only the five senses, but of course, because we're physical, those five senses need to be stimulated. Mm -hmm. But then you take it into the other senses that are beyond the five, and those two want to get stimulated. So explore that, play around with that. You know, let yourself jump in and be that fool. If you look at that 2022, that zero in the 2022 year is is the womb it's it's the fool card in in a, in the tarot it's the potential that's born out of that womb so this is a time this is a really powerful year i i said it was going to be um because of all the the way the numbers are configured um it, it, it's potent and powerful and, and it's exciting and daunting all at the same time we have such a cornucopia of energies going on. It's like, oh my God, what do I do with all this? I do agree. Beautiful. Do you have, a, do you want to do a light language? Yes, I am. This is going to be for, to help us open our hearts when we're having trouble opening our hearts, that don't worry and don't give yourself a hard time because it's too painful. Because I literally have been having physical pain in the back, uh, the middle of my back, which is the heart chakra where we hold grief, our grievances and resentments. And I'm dealing with an issue right now that has got me working on it. So 
I want to offer this light language transmission blessing wherever you're feeling stuck, if you're feeling stuck in your life, wherever you're unclear, unsure, anything that's making you feel like, you know, I'm not ready to open my heart. Let that be. It's okay. This is the balm from the soul. Whenever you're ready, it'll just, it's going to take you on a journey, however way your soul wants to. There's no wrong. There's no right. There's no forcing. All you have to do is receive it and just allow it and take it in. So from my heart to your heart, I'm feeling a lot of Pleiadian energy coming in. There's an Atlantean priestess and Lemurians, some Andromedans, Lyrans, Venusians, a lot of beings here tonight, even Mother Gaia Earth. I feel her, her essence coming in with the fairies the flower devas, the water elements, all the elements are coming in. Kereshatar isandirana, mushkafasira nashakatea nozeri, angera kusim azur shandur ikata, Manzuri vashandor isindar ilalua. Anje kus emajea pushindan in silia yasukosovaya. Nashuder anusikiti kitasuva. Ashulai ulajondar otkotan siazalo sovai itam. Kushemezar urvashania katua. La sur vasendorija aijarano asuvaku sayo mochaya. Hushamayataya vashand arosatu kasasuse ashi alai maza. Hush emze ibisha ibisha usava. Shikata shikata remish am ojia. Mijin zin zanzo savashasa zuzu zizanu jiayai. Shikata 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 shomasai ima shemeyayai izavayukoto. Ijin zen zur vishiza jiza niata. Aloai ilayin anaini anunjaria sanu varea nai kajemaya. Oman Urva Ikasa Arakatar Ishant El Alua Isanai Aqua Isam Ovai I Kuchumaya Kuchonia Nashaniaza Ut Katai Ikata Ikatai Alua Isham Uga Usema Avai Ashama Aqua Andran Adavi Asu Elai ira najero nesava ojema kusava oshamai itaia atuma aloa ya kwa mesovai la lua lua ya 
Alwayanaya no vara oya 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 And breathe. They're saying it's imperative that the next two days make sure you get as much rest as you need but also get out in nature, in sunshine. Drink high alkalized water, like high frequency water by putting blessings and prayers into it. Keeping your diet clean. Getting out in nature, spending quality time with people that you feel comfortable with and supported with. Giving yourself the space to experience and integrate these high frequencies that are coming in as we're being downloaded and upgraded. You're not alone in this. We're here to help you, but you must ask. Ask us and we will be here for you to, to help you through whatever you're being challenged with. But just know that these challenges give you the greatest growth. You don't only grow through challenges, you can grow through joy too, but it's the challenges that give you the greatest growth. Whenever you're feeling overwhelmed, just remind yourself, this too shall pass. This is only for the moment. I am here to experience this for my growth. Ajara nisavai ishakatur anijamua suaviara. Alua ikatan ijanea. Atuma, we leave you with this. You are blessed beyond measure. We are so grateful to you for being courageous enough to take on an earthly incarnation at a time in creation that is no small task, that is not so easy, but oh so possible because you are warriors of love, of light. You came here to shift the consciousness from a place of acceptance, unconditional love, compassion, joy, honoring, accepting, surrendering to your soul's guidance. It knows the way. Open your heart to your soul's wisdom and keep your mind clear and calm. Azuratu varyana shaita azumiaran aryan aryan yaranutar urvata. And so it is. And breathe. And tap on your heart center. 
from the heart to the high heart. And thank you so much. And breathe and come back to waking consciousness and tap your body. Rub your hands. There's lots of chakras in the hands. Shake it out. And stay hydrated. Thank you, Marin. Thank you so much for oh, this beautiful wow. conversation. Still there. Beautiful message. And thank you for the guides and beings of lights for being here too. We thank, and thank you. And thank you for everyone for being also here. Yeah. Your beautiful, your beautiful presence. Thank you so much for bringing your light. It, it, you know, I, I think. Monica and I are here co-facilitating, but the truth is without everyone coming in and sharing your own unique frequency, it wouldn't be the same. So you're as much, if not more important by being here and sharing who you are and, and your beautiful light and essence. And, uh, we all, you know, we thank you. And, um, they're saying you're not alone. It's just the illusion of the separation. Yes, you're human and you will feel this, but you're really not alone. Remind yourself by tapping on your heart. That's why they, they finished with the tapping is to, to bring you back to your heart space. This journey is a journey home to your heart. And it is to breathe in through the heart to help you remember who you are. So with that, thank you so much. Thank you, everybody, and thank you for being here. Thank you, Marianne. I really appreciate it. Many blessings. Thank you, sweetheart. Thank you again. Thank you. Thank you for joining me today. I would love to share with you my transformational system, Path to the Heart, that I created just for you. Head over to monicaramireswarriorlove.com and you will find free resources. In there, you can download a masterclass in how to stop being people pleaser and meditations to get you started.